Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. In today's episode, we're going to be speaking about building a better relationship with yourself. Now, this is often a topic we don't speak about enough. We're always speaking about how we can build better relationships with our friends and family and our romantic relationships, but we don't often speak about our relationship with ourselves. And this is a relationship that really does set the tone for every other relationship that we have. There's a quote by Robert Holden. I don't actually know who he is, but I found this online and it really just sets the tone for what I want to speak about today. It says, the relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship you have. And this is spot on. When I really reflect and look back at different moments in my own life and different points in my relationship with myself, times where it was a lot more toxic and times where it was healthier, I can truly see that when I had a good relationship with myself, I tended to have healthier relationships with other people. But in moments where I had a toxic relationship with myself, I found at those times I was more of a people pleaser, I was more unhappy, and I had a lot more toxic relationships at that time. So I truly do agree that our relationship with ourselves is going to set the tone with every other relationship we have. And I want to start off this episode by asking you a question. How is your relationship with yourself? Now, you don't need to tell me, you don't need to answer that to me, but I want you to really reflect and think about this as we dive deeper into the episode. How would you rate your relationship with yourself if you had to score it from one to 10? 10 being a healthy, fulfilling relationship, one being toxic, unhealthy, unhappy. I want you to think about that as we dive deeper and I would love to know your thoughts more. I always say we're going to speak about today because I want these podcasts to be a conversation between the two of us, not just me speaking at you for 30 minutes to an hour, but also you interacting and sharing your own opinions with me. I'd love to know your thoughts on this. If you have found that you struggled with your relationship with yourself and maybe there's particular things that you did that helped you to improve that. I'd love for you to share. So feel free to get in touch with me. All my contact details will be in the show notes. So don't be shy. Let's have a conversation together outside of this episode. One of the concepts that I wanted to dive deeper a little bit more into, which is a common saying, it's actually in the Bible as well. The whole concept of loving your neighbor as yourself. We often hear it. I'm sure you've heard it at some point in your life. You've probably heard it before I just said it now. And when I really think more deeply about what that truly means, If I'm going to love my neighbor as I love myself, if I don't love myself in a healthy way, that's exactly how I'm going to love other people. There may be certain relationships that that love changes, but all in all, I'm going to love people with the measure that I love myself. If I'm someone that's overly critical of myself, if I'm someone that's quite negative towards myself, unforgiving towards myself, That's often how I'm going to be with other people. Now, I'm not a a psychologist or a life coach or anything of that nature, but I generally have a lot of interest in humans and how we think in psychology. Actually, one of the things I wanted to be when I was growing up, I actually wanted to be a clinical psychologist because I've always been very interested in people and humans and our behavior and how our mind works. Um, So I'm speaking from my own opinion. I'm speaking from things that I've learned, research that I've done. I am not a licensed therapist, okay? I'm just here to help. 
<laughs> in any way that I can. But one thing that I would definitely say is that we are gonna love people how we love ourselves. If we don't show love to ourselves, if we don't show grace to ourselves, if we're very harsh on ourselves, we're gonna tend to model that same behavior in how we treat other people. Now, of course, there may be exceptions to this. You may be extremely harsh on yourself, but maybe when it comes to your children or your siblings, you may be a little bit different. But generally, how we treat ourselves is how we're gonna treat others. I'm gonna share with you a couple of signs that may show you that you need to invest a little bit more in improving your relationship with yourself. So some of these things you may find that you do, others you may not do, and this list is not exhaustive. There are definitely other things that could be added on, but at the time when I was planning out this episode, these were the things that came to mind. A lot of these things were things that I was definitely guilty of, and that from time to time I slip back into some of these things when I'm not prioritizing my relationship with myself. The first sign on the list was excessively self-critical. This can often show us that we definitely need to spend a bit more time improving our relationship with ourselves. Of course, we all have moments where we can be critical of ourselves, whether it's the way that we talk, think, the way we conduct ourselves when it comes to maybe our competency at work or in certain projects we're working on. We all have this nature of being critical of ourselves, you know, criticizing the way we look or how we do things. But there definitely comes a point when it becomes excessively critical, when you're always seeing the negative side of things, where you, you struggle to see positives in yourself. That's where I believe it gets unhealthy. Another sign may be that you constantly speak negatively or even think negatively about yourself. Of course, we all have thoughts that are negative about ourselves. We all have that voice of doubt in our minds that tells us that we can't do certain things or that we're not going to make it or that we're going to fail or that everyone's looking at us. <laughs> we definitely all battle with this at different points. But my point is all of these signs, when they become to an excessive level, that is definitely where it may be a sign that shows you that, you know what, something's a little bit off. I need to take a pause. I need to invest some more time in working on my relationship with myself. And also, I think something that's a good measure is thinking about what would you define as being an unhealthy relationship in general, whether that's a friendship, family, or a romantic relationship. What would you say is an unhealthy relationship? What does that look like? And if we just flip that on its head and think about, in your relationship with yourself, it's the same thing. If you are with someone that's excessively critical about yourself, you're not gonna feel very healthy and safe and happy in that relationship. You're gonna feel quite on edge. You're gonna feel uncomfortable. And you'd probably think the relationship's a little bit toxic. The other sign that I wanted to highlight is self-sabotage. So many of us, struggle with this one thing here, self-sabotage. Maybe there's opportunities that have presented themselves in your life, but because of self-sabotage, you've ruined your opportunities. Maybe by showing up late to something you needed to be on time to. Maybe you have this bad habit of always being late or always saying things that you later regret. Maybe speaking off impulse, not thinking about what you're saying, or maybe just doing things that even you yourself knows deep down, I'm actually sabotaging myself. And a lot of us show this in our relationships with others, whether it's friendships or even romantic relationships. A lot of the times, especially when you've struggled with believing and trusting in people, or maybe growing up, you never really had good examples of love and what that looks like. And as a result, when good partners come your way, you kind of sabotage things because you think, ah, oh, it's too good to be true. They're too nice. Something's got to be up. <laughs> You're constantly looking for, you know, what's that hidden thing? You know, where's that red flag? Even where there is no red flag, you're looking for it. And it's so easy sometimes for us to self-sabotage ourselves. I know 
I've done this to myself. One of the ways that I self-sabotage myself sometimes is through procrastination. There's something I know I need to do. I've got a deadline pending, but I'm self-sabotaging myself because I'm trying to avoid doing that thing. I'll even be productive with other things, but the thing that I know I need to do, I run away from it and I busy myself with other things. That is definitely one of the ways that I self-sabotage myself through procrastination. And when I really kind of I'm honest with myself. I see that sometimes I procrastinate things that I feel afraid of doing, whether it's something that seems quite big for me and I kind of feel like, mm, am I really capable of doing this? What if this thing doesn't work? So as a result, I kind of avoid doing it. So for me, that's one of the ways I self-sabotage myself. I'm going to be open and transparent with you because I want to create a space where we feel comfortable to share our struggles together. This is a community. This is family right here. Okay. Um, next sign I would say is when you have repeated unhealthy patterns, whether it's in your relationships with other people or even yourself, there's always this pattern that keeps repeating itself. I want you to think, are there any patterns that keep repeating themselves in my relationship with myself, in my relationship with other people? Are there particular things I'm always doing that's really unhealthy with the way I treat myself? Another sign may be that you don't invest in yourself. Perhaps there's things that you really believe in that you want to do. Maybe there's certain things that you can do to better your health or to better your life in general, to help you with that level up as we're always talking about. But perhaps you just don't invest in yourself. You don't invest in your dreams, your goals. You put yourself on the back burner. And this can be a sign that you need to work on improving your relationship with yourself. Lack of self-belief and confidence. I'm sure this is one we all experience at different points in our life. I think it's important for me to highlight that having moments where you don't believe in yourself doesn't necessarily mean that you have an unhealthy relationship with yourself. But I think when it's something that's excessive or it's a pattern that you always have, you always doubt yourself, you, you struggle to believe that you are capable, you lack confidence in yourself to an excessive level. We all have insecurities, you know, and things we're not really comfortable with. But I think when it's at an excessive level it's quite polarized that's when I'd say that perhaps it's a sign that you need to work a little bit more on improving your relationship with yourself because we all have moments where we doubt ourselves I know I do and I'm sure I'm not the only one another sign as well which may um trigger a few people hate spending time alone there's something so healthy about us having time to ourselves, even if it's just a couple of moments. And of course, depending on your life, whether you have children or not, depending on where you live, if you have your own space to yourself, or maybe you share a bedroom with someone else, it can be quite difficult sometimes to have time to ourselves. But I think if you're someone who hates spending time with yourself, you, you don't like being alone, that can sometimes be a sign that there's something that you need to work on. What is it that you hate so much about being in your own company? Of course, there's nothing wrong with loving the company of others and enjoying being around other people, especially if you're someone that's quite extroverted, that's typically going to be you. But there is definitely a need sometimes for us to have those moments by ourselves where we can recharge, where we can think, where we can really just be by ourselves to calibrate ourselves. So I definitely think if you hate being alone, you've got to think, why do I hate my own company so much? Blocking your own progress. 
this is another one and it kind of goes hand in hand with self-sabotage but this can also show you maybe there's things that you want to do and opportunities there and opportunities aren't always things that come knocking on your door maybe you get an email that there's a new job coming up perhaps there's something that you've heard about or something that you know that you can do to create an opportunity for yourself but maybe you're blocking your own progress because you're too afraid to challenge yourself because you're too afraid to come out of your comfort zone and fear is something I constantly battle with especially when it's with something new with something that pushes me out of my comfort zone that there's a risk that I may feel I sometimes feel afraid too I'm going to be honest with you but it's important not to allow those fears to hold you back not to allow those fears to paralyze you and block you from pursuing opportunities block you from making progress in your life And I think that's where you've got to really reflect sometimes. Why am I always blocking my own progress? Think about it. People pleaser. This is also a sign. When you are a people pleaser to the detriment of yourself, that is when you've got to really think, "Mm, something is not right here. Something needs to be improved on in my relationship with myself. Speaking as a former people pleaser, I can tell you hand on my heart, that this was definitely a sign that I needed to improve my relationship with myself because I I've always been someone who loves helping people and I'm very passionate about helping people if I can help someone I'm gonna do it but I've learned over time is that I need to be balanced in this I cannot be helping people to the detriment of myself I need to have a balance I need to really check where I'm at am I in a position right now mentally physically to help this person and really just it's all about having a balance and not being excessive in anything I think anything that's excessive to any level becomes unhealthy in some way and being a people pleaser sometimes causes us to do things or even commit ourselves to things that we don't have the capacity to do and as a result we deplete our own energy we deplete our own time And we cause ourselves to get into a cycle of burnout, which is the next sign. When you find that you're in constant cycles of burnout, you're always going through burnout, you're always experiencing that. Sometimes it is because of that people-pleaser nature. Or sometimes it is because of that over-independence nature too, because you want to do everything yourself. You never ask for help. You've got that superman or superwoman complex. And as a result, you burn yourself out. This is definitely something that I've gone through. And many times in my life, in my short life so far. But when I think about it, a lot of the times I did get into cycles of burnout because one, I was a people pleaser. And two, I definitely had that superwoman complex where I felt like I can do everything. I wouldn't ask for help when I needed it. I'd be trying to do too many things at once. And I wouldn't often prioritize time by myself. Time doing things that would make me rest and recharge. You know, doing those things that kind of calmed me down. I was constantly on the go doing, 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 doing to my detriment. So those were a couple of the things that I could think of. But of course, there are other things that I've probably not mentioned. But you know yourself and you know when things aren't okay. And that's what I want you to think about. You know, what are some of the signs maybe right now in your relationship with yourself that shows you that maybe you need to put a little pause in it. Maybe you need to really take some time and become intentional in investing in your relationship with yourself. And I think it's so important for us to better and prioritize having a healthy relationship with ourselves. Not only because of how it's going to impact in in our relationship with other people, but also for the sake of our own well-being. If you want to have a happy and healthy life, 
you have to prioritize investing in your relationship with yourself. Because if you don't, the whole world is going to take control of your life and your time and you're constantly going to be chasing your tail. (laughs) You're never going to be happy because you're constantly going to be trying to please someone. So there's definitely a need about being intentional. I've come to realize that in adulting, anything that you want to do, you've got to be intentional with it because time goes so quickly. Life gets so busy that a lot of the times there's certain things that you may want to do that you struggle to find the time to do it. You've really got to be intentional about making these things happen. So I want to share with you a couple of ways that you can build a better relationship with yourself. Now, the first one is having quality time alone. What kind of things do you enjoy doing? Maybe you're always doing what your friends like, what your family likes, what your partner likes, but what do you like? (laughs) What do you like doing? What would you define as quality time by yourself? Is it going for a walk? Is it working out by yourself? Is it going to the gym? Is it going to a spa? Is it getting a massage? Is it just going out and walking around the park and admiring the beauty and just getting some fresh air? Is it grabbing a coffee by yourself? How can you have quality time by yourself? Is it journaling? Is it reading a book? I want you to really think about what that looks like for you. And maybe you say, PK, I have no idea because I don't really have quality time by myself. So if that's the case, then have a, you know, go back 15 seconds or so (laughs) and listen to some of the things that I just listed. Maybe quality time alone might be watching a movie by yourself, something that you like. Maybe it might be dancing in your room (laughs) by yourself, having a one-man party, who knows? But I think it's definitely so important to have that quality time with yourself you're gonna find you're gonna be a lot more relaxed a lot more at peace a lot more centered so definitely that's one way another way is being intentional about learning more and discovering who you are we are all on a journey we are all changing as we grow older as we experience different things in life we change we do i know i've been changing a lot in the last year but i think it's so important for us to be intentional about learning who we are Maybe the person you thought you were is no longer who you are right now. Maybe certain things have changed. Your morals have changed. Your ideas about life have changed. Your beliefs have changed. And maybe a certain experiences you've gone through in the last two years has shaped everything that you believed in. And I think it's so important for us to really be intentional about learning who we are. You know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are the things that you're passionate about? What are the things that mean the most to you? What do you believe in? really taking time to understand that for yourself. Something that I've had to do in the last year, and at some point I will definitely speak more in detail about this experience, but I feel like right now I'm still going through my journey with it. But when I get to a place where I feel like I'm ready to share, I will definitely share. But in the last year, I have definitely done a lot of, I've definitely done a lot of reflecting, a lot of thinking about who am I? What do I believe in, especially in relation to my faith? And thinking about what do I actually believe, you know, do I believe this because I believe this or because I've been told this is the truth and really questioning certain ideas and beliefs and things that I did as to why I did them and whether I still believed in those things. So I've had to do a lot of reflecting and honestly, it has been very difficult, but also it's been very beneficial because where I'm at right now in my faith, in my Christian journey, quote unquote, (laughs) that sounds so cringe when you say it, but honestly, where I'm at right now in my faith journey is that I know what I believe in and I know why I believe in it. 
I've had to really unpack a lot of the things that I was taught over the years that I came to realize were very toxic and unhealthy. And I had to dismiss those things. Equally, some things that I learned over the years were healthy, were good, and I've kept those things. But I've had to learn to separate the two and really unpack it all, which definitely has not been easy, but has been very, very beneficial for me. Another way is investing in your personal growth. This can be in a variety of ways. It could be maybe there's a hobby that you want to take up. I don't know, martial arts, kickboxing, golfing, tennis lessons. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe you want to learn something. Invest in your personal growth. That is also important. Invest in things outside of your career. Sometimes you may invest in your personal growth when it comes to your career, but perhaps there's other things that you want to do for leisure, but you don't really invest in those things too. And I think it's important to have things outside of your career, outside of the scope of what you do on a day-to-day basis. It's good to have hobbies. I feel like a lot of us millennials don't have hobbies. Our hobbies is eating out. (laughs) And as much as I love eating out, it's good to have other things outside of that too. Broaden your scope, broaden your horizons. You know, life is really to be lived. A lot of us were alive, but we're not living. We are going from pillar to post. We're going through the cycle of life, but we're not really living life to its fullest. So definitely think about that, investing your personal growth, however that's gonna look like. Maybe it's gonna be investing in a personal trainer. Maybe it's gonna be signing up for the gym and investing in your fitness and becoming healthier. Maybe it's gonna be booking a health screen so you can test your health and see which ways you need to improve certain things. Maybe it's gonna be getting a coach of some form. Whatever it is, have a think about how can I invest in my personal growth? And if right now money is an issue and you don't necessarily have the funds to do some of the things that you want to do to invest in your personal growth, what you can do is open up a separate savings account or some kind of savings pot. If you've got Monzo, you know, you can easily open many pots. And that can be your personal development fund where each month you put in a certain amount of money or maybe on a weekly basis or when you get a bonus, depending on the kind of job that you do, you're going to put some money into that. So when you get to a certain amount, you'll be able to do that thing that you've been wanting to do for a long time. I think whatever it is you want to do, you want to include that in your budget. You want to make that a priority because it's so easy to just go through the motions of life, to have all these things that you want to do, you want to experience and to never experience them because you don't make solid plans to be able to do so. Another way that you can be intentional in building a better relationship with yourself is working through your baggage. A lot of us avoid our baggage. Sometimes we may even say that, oh, you know, this triggers me or that triggered me. But have you really taken time to try to understand why certain things trigger you? Are are you actively working on the things that you know are a little bit toxic about yourself? Because we all have them. And if you say, I don't have any toxic traits, then that's probably a toxic trait. We all have things that are toxic about ourselves or even our thinking. So have you really taken that time to work through your baggage? There's always going to be things as we go through life that we're going to need to work through, we're going to need to heal from. And I think it's so important for us to be intentional in doing that. When we don't work for our own baggage, sometimes we allow toxic things to fester and we end up creating baggage for other people because in our hurt, we end up hurting others. So I think it's so important for us to work through our baggage. And lastly, seek professional help. In any capacity, it might not necessarily be for your mental health, it might be something else, it might be in terms of your career, your finances, whatever, but seek professional help. If you are struggling to do something on your own, don't continue to struggle, seek professional help. 
And that is also another way of investing in your personal growth. Some of us, we want things, but we're too cheap to pay for it. We will try to hack our way <laughs> to the top without having to put in any effort or energy into it. And that's not always gonna work. You're only gonna get so far with free things. So sometimes you're gonna need to put your money where your mouth is. And I think it's important that if you recognize you need professional help for something, to seek for it. Even if it means you're gonna have to save, even if it means you're gonna have to sacrifice certain things for the greater good. I hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode. I hope it's kind of opened up your mind a little bit more into thinking about how you can build a better relationship with yourself. Going back to that question, how is your relationship with yourself? So bearing in mind all the things that I've spoken about today in relation to the signs that you may need to work on certain things in your relationship and also the ways of how you can build a better relationship with yourself. How would you rate your relationship? And if you're not happy with that number, take some of the things that I spoke about and start putting it into practice prioritize your relationship with yourself. That doesn't mean that you're gonna cut off all your friends and family and be like, right now I'm working on me, I don't have time for you, of course not. <laughs> but make it a priority. As you are investing in your relationship with others, don't forget to invest in your relationship with yourself. And I wanna end this episode with another quote which says, caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. That was by Audrey Lord. Not sure who she is, but she spoke some sense and it does make a lot of sense. So caring for yourself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. If you want to preserve yourself, if you want to show up in this world in your healthiest, happiest, most at peace form, despite the struggles you may be going through, you definitely have to prioritize investing in your relationship with yourself i hope you guys have enjoyed this episode i would love to know your thoughts if you haven't already rated the pearls and pearls podcast on whichever platform you're listening to please do so it would mean so much to me and it makes such a difference to the podcast i hope you enjoyed today's episode and i'll be back with you soon enjoy the rest of your week and don't forget prioritize investing in your relationship with yourself 